Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. No one wants to get caught up in legal wrangling, but the law can trap you in unexpected ways if you're not careful. So, what's most likely to catch you out and cost you money? And how do you protect yourself? From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Some of the legal perils you could face include unscrupulous operators determined to undermine you or cash in on your reputation or success. It could be your own fault. You didn't read the fine print. Lawyer Paul Brennan has pretty much seen it all. He's an author, speaker, legal expert and principal of Queensland-based firm Brennan's Solicitors. We'll hear more from Paul in the coming weeks as he shares his legal expertise, especially in the small business sector. But today, he starts by highlighting the 10 biggest legal mistakes you could make in your business. And number one, he tells Heather Dawson, you unexpectedly die. This can be very inconvenient for for everybody. And if you do it unexpectedly die, hopefully you have left a will. As far as a will's concerned is, the wills can set out how your business is going to be run because, you know, the person you leave behind has got a business to run and it can set out very carefully, allow them to trade, bank accounts and do all sorts of things that uh, it's almost as if perhaps you hadn't died at all. Um, The second thing is, for extra points, is that if you're in a coma, then your business can still run on. If you've given someone an enduring power of attorney, it means that they can carry on, they can sign things as if you're, you're up and around and still able to exercise decisions. This is called succession planning and something that every businessman and woman should engage in. Okay, well, mistake number two, your business is sued and you lose your home. Well, this is best combined with mistake number one. You don't want to be around if you're the person who's run a business into the ground and lost everything. And uh, the solution occurs far before you actually step into the business. It's when you buy your house. What you tend to do is that if you're a couple, often people put it in joint names. I can understand that seems fair and egalitarian. But what you really need to do is to put your home and your assets in the name of the person who is not involved in the business. And don't make someone a director just because it sounds good. Leave someone completely out of it, and then banks may not try to take a, a cut of your, uh, your assets, and certainly uh, landlords will not, and other people who are trading with you. So this is called asset protection. Mistake number three, you take court action against your lawyer's advice. Look, we lawyers are not really very good salesmen. If we were, we'd be encouraging our clients to sue all sorts of people. Generally, what happens is your client comes in really incensed. Sometimes they want to bang the table, but your lawyer's normally there trying to talk you out of it because he's seen it before. He's spent years being engaged in all sorts of legal actions. Sometimes you deal with people who you have to sue, but you've got to work out, is it hurt pride? Is there real benefit from you? to suing because it's not a deal to gain from suing is unusual. Normally it costs you a lot of grief uh, financially and emotionally and is something to be avoided. Often your solicitor is the voice of reason because I can tell you that relatives and friends tend to always say don't let them do that, sue the pants off them. Lawyers take a different view. 
Mistake number four, you don't have a shareholder or partnership agreement. You have to have some rules to go by. If you don't set it down in writing at the start, like marriage, you get a divorce or in a partnership and goalposts move and everything's up for argument. So if you're going into business together, get a written agreement. I know it costs money, but it's far less cost than if you have to argue it out at the end, end of the line. And a lot of businesses do go wrong in the end. OK, well, mistake number five, Paul, you don't have terms and conditions. You don't have terms and conditions. This is a big mistake because if you don't have them, you're reliant on normally on the other person's terms and conditions or there's nothing to protect you. If you write the terms and conditions by which you make the deal, then you write the rules and you can write them in your favour. Mistake number six, Paul, you keep changing lawyers. Look, this is a big one. If you change lawyers, say three times in the last one or two years, then maybe it's not the lawyer's fault. Maybe it's something to do with you and the way you run your business. And I'm sorry to be so brutal about this, but I think that it's just so disruptive to your business not having a good relationship with your lawyers. You've got to have a good relationship. You've got to have a trusting relationship. And certainly if you don't feel that with your present lawyer, change. But if you keep changing, then maybe it's not the lawyer, it's you. Mistake number seven, you fail to identify and protect your intellectual property. Intellectual property is so important nowadays. It's said by the Financial Times to be one of the key drivers of business in the 21st century. When you go to sell your business, you want to list everything that's an asset. And so therefore, you should be picking up trademarks, identifying where things are copyrightable, meaning something that you've written or produced which is worthwhile selling, designs and logos and all sorts of material. Not only if you get somebody else who designs a logo for your company, make sure you get an assignment of it so it's yours. Sometimes if you go back to people who designed a logo, they want to charge you for it again. So what you need to do is you need to batten down your IP because your business will be worth more at the end of the day. Okay, well, mistake number eight, you haven't got written contracts with your employees. I believe that this is important. Obviously, the general law covers this, but I believe it's important, particularly on confidentiality. The law implies confidentiality between what I guess would anciently called master and servant. But really, you've got to write down what is the core of your business, what you're protecting. So if you've got trade secrets and things that are confidential, you need to set out generally what they are and make sure that your employee doesn't walk out the door with them, because that's how secrets disappear. So have written agreements with your employees to protect what's special about your business. Okay. well, mistake number nine, you don't read the small print in important documents. Look, I emphasise important documents here because there's a lot of documents that say we click and say yes on the internet to all sorts of licences and things. And providing it's a small buy, I have to accept that. Like, no one reads the conditions of their credit cards and uh, they die, or maybe some people do, I don't know. But um, most people don't read these things and it doesn't really matter. But if it's an important document, don't just rely on your lawyer reading it. You've got to sit down and read it yourself or regret it later on. Well, finally, Paul, mistake number 10, you don't protect your business or product names. I can tell you now that if you create a product and a business which is successful, other people are going to copy it. And therefore, you've got to make sure you protect it with a trademark. So if you've got something good going on, get down, protect it, trademarks, patents, to warn other people off. Maybe you don't have enough money to pursue people to the, the gates of hell with these things, but certainly if you do these things, you will deter people. And maybe that's the best thing you can do in the circumstances. That was author, 
speaker and principal of Brennan Solicitors, Paul Brennan. In future episodes, Paul will identify more legal issues that could trap you and your business and tips for how to avoid them. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.